Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The 11 to 1 show. Now, a lot of us have incorporated some form of physical exercise into our daily routine, whether it's at the gym or going for a walk or run. And most of the time we will eat a healthy, balanced diet. However, not many of us can say that we prioritise our mental well-being. Have you taken time out today to work on your mental fitness? Well, we're going to do that because my next guest, she's on a mission to help people unlock their true potential and lead a life of peace and happiness. In short, she wants us to thrive through her business. It's called The Thrive project. She's a personal development trainer. She's a life coach. She practices EFT tapping, recce. And it's not just for adults. She works with teens through mental fitness and self-care programs as well. I'm delighted to have her in front of me. Susan Mullen is with us. Susan, you are so welcome to Oh, one. thanks a million, Sinead. It's an absolute honour and a pleasure to be here. I'm great, so excited. <laughs> great to have you on the programme. Now, just a few short years yeah. ago, I might have found you punching numbers, working in accountancy, tax, worlds away basically from what you're doing right now. So yeah. what led you down this path? Um, to be honest with you, yeah, I was. I was working in a tax department and I was studying for my tax exams a million miles away from obviously what I do now. And um, I'm a single mom. I had two kids. I was raising by myself. I went back to college, did a business degree, then went on, got a full time job, went back to college again. And something has to break. You can't keep sustaining that level of, of, I suppose, high energy all the time. And it was me. I broke. I had a big, I had a severe mental breakdown. I broke on all levels, mind, body, soul, emotionally, everything. And um, it just, just floored me. I couldn't move. I couldn't, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't look after the kids. Nothing. And um, it ju- yeah, it just led me slowly, slowly. I began to build myself back up and um, a really good friend of mine was a life coach and she she helped me. I got really good um, counselling and I really started to touch back in with myself. And I just said to myself, I can't, I can't, I can't keep run- doing this life. I'm not actually going to be around for my kids if I keep running at a million miles an hour. So I did. I took a step back. I reevaluated my life. I retrained as a life coach and then from that then, this all took off. Wow. So, you, yeah. as you say, complete mental breakdown. Uh, you know, you lost hair. You yeah. Physically, this impacted on you massively yeah. as well. And a few years prior to that, um, I had a stroke, but I didn't listen. Didn't listen. Didn't listen to the amount of stress and anxiety that was going on in my life. And like I you just, were a very young person. So yeah. what, what, what age was that? I was 36 when I had wow. a stroke. Yeah, wow. my, boy, my boy, I have two boys. They were quite small at the time. And did I listen? No, I just picked back up and just kept going a million miles an hour again. And then my hair fell out. And then did I listen? No. Kept going a million miles an hour again, picked myself back up. And then the only way I could stop was from a breakdown. I live was literally floored. I couldn't move. So I really had to stop, take check and reevaluate my life again and see what, what direction I was going in. And that's led me down 
this road. This road. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. talk about a complete 360 yeah. regards to that. Yeah. So that was the light bulb that you needed. Like that was the universe that, sort of hitting you that over That was the, the gift. Yeah. That was the gift. I mean, I don't look I at... I love that you I, say yeah, that. I yeah. don't look at it at all. And I'm not saying that everybody should go and have a breakdown to reevaluate their life. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for me, it was the only way I could stop because I was at a million miles an hour. You know, I had no time for myself at all. I No self-care. I had no... Um, not looking after myself at all, million, million, million miles an hour. Um, and the only way I could do it was 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 to break. And yeah. I broke on every level. <laughs> but I, I, I and, like, yeah. and it's only in hindsight after the fact when you come out the other end and you realise actually this was the gift because now I'm on the path that I was meant to be on. Yeah, yeah. And it is. And to, to be honest with you, I, I, you know, when I did break, I'm lucky to be here. Like, yeah. you, you know, I and, I and I know that and I get that. And I think in when it happened for me, I didn't realise it had happened. But then I was kind of like, Sue, like, you're nearly not here. You have two young boys to look after and you're nearly not there. They're nearly without a mother. Something has to happen. Something has to change. And I think from that, and like I said, having the ability to step back and having the time to step back and giving myself that time made me kind of, Reevaluate everything. Yeah. Everything. And I think a lot of people are doing that uh, since COVID. It's been yeah. a product of COVID in a lot of ways where people yeah. have kind of gone, I want to get off this hamster wheel of life. Yeah. I want to actually take a step back and kind of really reevaluate where I'm going and what I'm doing. And this isn't yeah. for me. Um, so the Thrive Project, I love yeah. the name of this. <laughs> I love the name of this. So tell me about the Thrive Project. What do you do? Yeah, so I suppose I came up with the name Thrive Project because I've been in survival mode for most of my life. You know, I really have. And my breakdown gave me that insight, you know. So I just said to myself, Do you know what? I'm not surviving anymore. I'm not surviving life anymore. I'm going to thrive in life. And that's it. We're going to thrive in life from now on. We've done all this surviving. It's time to actually start living life. So on the back of that, I retrained as a life coach. And then on the back of that, then myself and an amazing friend of mine, got asked to go up to the north to retrain with an amazing uh, charity up there called Lightwork NI and we trained on their Try This programme so that's where I would have learned all my EFT and all my personal developments and they're specifically designed uh, tailored around uh, teen mental health so that's that would have been where I learned all my training and tell me, because I've heard a lot about EFT and EFT yes. tapping, which you do a lot of. Tell yes. me, what, what is this and how does it work? It's an amazing tool. It's like I call it the new kid on the block because uh, it's 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 um, a lot of people would know it's tapping and they know it from being on YouTube. Uh, you might see people tapping away and it looks like, you know, tapping, tapping on uh, energy centres of what we would say acupuncture points yes. around. So it does exactly what it says on the tin. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. And what it does is it frees you from your emotions. So EFT would say there's no such thing as a good or a bad emotion. There's only an emotion. And that emotion is there for the feedback device as to what is going on in our life. And what happens is like a challenge or an event may come along. And with that challenge and an event, there's obviously emotions and feelings that come along. But when we don't process that, those emotions and feelings stay within the body. They stay somewhere. If we don't express them, we suppress them and they have to go somewhere. 
oh my God, in Ireland, like yeah. nobody expresses their emotions no. hardly at all. So no, and especially just, anger. You know, yes. geez, don't ever show anger. Yes. You can show all the good emotions, but yeah. don't ever show me the anger and the sadness and the frustration. So we suppress them. And when we suppress them, then it's, just, it's only a matter of time before there's a time bomb and they go off. So what EFT does is it goes in. So the likes of me, because I'm a practitioner and I'm trained in EFT, I am trained to to see and to to give a treatment with a, a pair, with a client. And we would go and see where that challenge or that event happens. Okay. And I we would tap together. I would find out where it is. And then when we find out where it is, usually it's, you know, past events, past That's, thing. Yeah. So what happens is when that happens, we kind of go off grid for a little minute, come back and we don't recall all of the information of what's happening. So when what EFT does is it distresses everybody, it slows down everything, brings you back into kind of, you know, equilibrium, the mind, the body, the soul, just calms down. And then we can recall the information without being stressed out. We find where the emotion is that's attached to that. And when we find the emotion of it, we dilute it or we remove it from tapping because we're tapping on energy centers or acupuncture points around the body. And then the emotion's gone. That's it. It's gone. Amazing. So the yeah. benefits to something like this yeah. must be tenfold and you must see instant enough transformations you, of people. You do. Now, I teach tapping circles every mm-hmm. month as well. So we all come together and we all tap for each other. And the power of like EFT, because EFT and energy together goes hand in hand. So I can teach it to you and then you can learn how to de-stress, like to calm your nervous system, uh, help manage your stress and anxiety. You can use it at any time, any place. That would be different than kind of going into a treatment and having a specific thing, you know, a specific event or challenge or you might have a physical pain or you might have a limiting belief. I often get like, um, you know, people come to me with one specific, you know, idea or something, but it ends up more than likely nine times out of ten. See it somewhere like, I'm not good enough. It's shame. It's anger. There's something built around it. And know. you know, you've hit the nail on the head, that yeah. whole thing of I'm not good enough. I'm not good the enough. The amount of people yeah. in this world that are carrying around mm-hmm. that false message in their mind yeah. is astounding. And it is, uh, look, at we're all guilty of it, you yeah. know, at times. And it's it's about trying to get to the root of that. And what I love about what you do as well, and we need more about more of this, is you are working with young people. Yes. You're working with teenagers. Yes. This is the kind of stuff that I wish I could. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing working with them. It really is. It's like it just, you know, it's like, I suppose the where I come from, from my head and my perspective, I'm like, we have all these tools and techniques. We have them in ourselves that we can help manage our stress, anxiety, challenges, life events. I'm not good enough, whatever it is. We have the tools to be able to do that. Why aren't we teaching the teens how to access them? Yeah. We're waiting until they can't manage their stress, they can't manage their anxiety, you know, it's it's the par- parents are at their wits end. Why aren't we taking it a step back, going back and teaching the kids before it even happens? Yeah. You know, prevention is better than cure, as they say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we are seeing, you know, that schools are very much, you know, they're they're slowly but surely yeah. incorporating, you know, wellness and well-being into the to the curriculum. But, you know, 
a week here and there or a specialised, you know, time. It, it's not enough. This needs to be kind of past, part of pastoral care, let's say, or, you know, every every week or, you know, what about the start of the day that, that we do something Absolutely. that's going to incorporate Absolutely. well-being? Absolutely, 100%. And it's like, you know, and, you know, even the research suggests that when we access and harness the tools that we have that we can help manage and we practice them daily, then our performance on, off, in school, out of school, it increases. You know, it's not it's not rocket science. It's like go in and teach these kids how to manage their stress, their anxiety, challenges, whatever it is, relationships, whatever it is, you know. And you're right in what you're saying. A week of well-being is not good enough. It needs to be, you know, this needs to be at least on the curriculum. You know, yes. it needs to be taught at least once a week. Yeah. You know, and, and taught throughout the whole year and practised well, that's the key and thing. And practiced. That is the key thing. Yes, I mean, and just As you're talking there, I'm thinking, how amazing would it be for schools all over the place to literally spend two minutes before class time slowing it down, yeah. listening to the breath, meditating. Like, yeah. I mean, that would be so invaluable and you are yeah. going to see performance levels yeah, rise with absolutely. kids. And, yeah. and anxiety reduced completely. And, you know, like you say, this is a massive, massive issue with our young people, particularly post-COVID. They have a lot of this yeah. anxiety. There's a, a huge, huge A huge amount of anxiety and I think what I find as well what I come across as well when I see teens I see teens one-on-one as well and I teach you know mental fitness programs to teens in a group setting through sports through youth clubs through family resource centres but when I see kids one-on-one and I'm explaining to them how anxiety shows up for them they're astonished that no one has ever told them this yeah. Yeah. they're being told to go for a walk but they don't know because they're stressed or their anxiety, but they don't know why they're why that's happening to them. And it's awful sad when you and it's awful upsetting when you see a young person sitting across from you and they're going to me, Thank you for telling me that I actually thought there was yeah. something wrong with me. Yeah. And you're like Why it, is nobody telling? And and like yeah. and it's and it's so simple. It is so simple. And yeah. yet, like you say, nobody nobody's chatting about yeah. this. And and in terms of, you know, you do an awful lot of uh, different courses specifically catered for, for teenagers. Yeah. Um and you can go into teachers and principals, by the yeah. way, she can go into schools <laughs> and do this, you know. Um so you must see like in terms of the before and after when like the transformation, that must be so rewarding. It is, it is. It's it's great working with te- young people and teens. It really, really is, you know. Especially, for example, I ran um, a mental fitness program there for one of the local football teams around the time that uh, the World Cup was on. And to see, you know, what I was teaching and then telling them, say, go home now and watch to see are the players doing that on the pitch. And they were coming in and then the discussion and you can see them kind of getting and then they're able to practice because they're seeing it happening. You know, we're practicing it, we're discussing it, they're going off, they're seeing it. They're also then seeing their performance on the pitch, say, for example, increasing. They're taking shots on the goal, you know, yeah. their, their, their confidence is increased. Their self-belief and their self-awareness is huge because that's another part and that's of, what it is of, of yeah. what you do as well is yeah. you work with sports uh, clubs you yeah. work with them because you know there could be an underlying reason as to what's going on maybe on a team and coaches fair play to them they are they spotting do. this they do. and they're calling you in yeah they do I've had coaches coming to me saying Sue especially since COVID mm. I don't know what's going on they're just they're like headless chickens running around you know they're, they're, they're arguing they're losing their head and all that kind of stuff and it is you know when when we teach 
and we explain to teens what's going on in their mind and their body and we give them the tools and the techniques to help they 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 soak it up and yeah. they can see it happening they can see they can the see the results yeah. and when they see the results they're like oh god Susan off her head she's actually right <laughs> <laughs> it actually works <laughs> so just coming back to, to something I mentioned at the start you know this idea of prioritising our mental and fitness you know there's so many people that, that don't do it we don't put it up there at the top of the list we don't practice self care no. and you were the absolute 100%. extreme case there yeah uh, yeah I didn't even know what self care was I didn't even know that it was okay for me to look after me yeah you know and I think that's something you know maybe it's a cultural thing that you know for us to practice self-care is selfish but for us to practice self-care and really look after ourselves you know it's like the ripple effect we then give others permission to do the same and it's only I'm only realising that myself so what kind of things do you do then to, to, to make to fill your own cup for myself so I really kind of strip everything back to basis. You know, it's it's the absolute key. Strip everything back to basis. You know, it's it's yeah, it's fuel. It's what you're putting into your body. It's what you're putting into your mind. It's filling. It's like doing those little things that bring joy. It might be going for a walk on the beach. It might be watching a sunset. You know, those little things and really, really being present in the moment and being mindful of where you are. And I think... When we practice mindfulness, you know, we get this kind of idea that you have to be, you know, zened out under a tree, you know, hugging a tree or something. (laughs) We don't. Mindfulness is being present in the moment. You could be doing a jigsaw with your kids. You could be like, you know, watching a football match, but it's being fully present and knowing what you're doing, you know, and really using all of your senses to soak that up, you know. So for me... My self-care and I suppose for my own mental health and understanding how I work, my day starts off, you know, about six in the morning before the kids are even up out of bed. You know, I love, I love the silence of the, the morning time. The silence of the morning. It does oh nothing gosh. like yes. it. Yeah. You know, I'm on the beach early every morning, hail, rain or snow. You know, um, I'm practicing yoga. I'm practicing my breathing, whatever it is. But that's what works for me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it doesn't mean to. that it'll work for everybody, but that's what works for me. And that's, I could probably go about a day or two without doing that, but then I can you really the start the, yeah. the effects. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I could, yeah. it's been brilliant having you on the show. I oh, from, thanks very from, much. From <laughs> the chat this morning that I would want to talk and talk and talk. Yeah. But how can people reach out to you? have a brand new website. I do. I have a brand new website. So it's uh, tryprojectirl.ie. Or all on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Yeah, I'm on TikTok. My son was like, you have to get on TikTok, Mom. I was like, okay. <laughs> and she's flying it with the TikTok videos. She yeah. really is. She yeah. really is. Sue, so, so it's just been wonderful. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, I and will. I thanks very much. Success. Thank thanks so thanks much, so much Sinead. Thanks Thank you. The 11 to 1 Show. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.